welcome to another episode of Acento. In this podcast, Hope College's Latino Student Organization Executive Board will discuss important social issues regarding Latin America and the Latinx community in the United States. I'm Venecia and I will be your host for today. I am a sophomore studying social work and I am currently the, the secretary for LSO. And I am Carmen. I will also be a host for today. Uh, my major is computer science and I'm a junior on campus and I am the historian for LSO. So now we're going to introduce our guests, so you guys can go ahead. Hi, my name is Madai. I'm a sophomore, majoring in studio art, and my position is treasurer in LSL. Hello, my name is Steve Rios. I am a senior, majoring in exercise science, and I am the president of LSL. And I am Miguel. I am a sophomore, majoring in math and physics, and my position is the trustee for LSL. Alrighty, so our topic for today will be immigration and um so we should just jump right in and um ask the first question which is why do people immigrate well which one of us wants to take it first i mean you can, you can go you can. i can go <laughs> well obviously like i feel like people migrate for various reasons mm -hmm. some of those might be they're trying to flee war from their countries, that would be like in this case refugee, but they have to migrate. Or they might be looking for a better life for their families, their children, stuff like that, which means that like uh, people are gonna move here to the US just in search for that life, in search for the American dream mm -hmm. in a way. And obviously that's kind of what they do. They want to have like a better life, better, I don't know. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with that. It's just seeking a better life for their children or themselves, or people also like migrate by themselves so they can provide for the family back at home. Mm -hmm. That also happens, and that's just kind of like it's that's like kind of a difficult relationship when they have with um, family members because only one person just goes. You know what I mean? Um, but then you had also mentioned American Dream, and then that's like another yeah another segue that we can also go to. Oh, uh, true. Just talking about the American Dream and if it's real or not, or why people seek it, or why yes. people yes. talk about it, um, just why the U.S. is known to be one of the greatest countries in the world. We can go into all yeah. that, you know, but like, that's just yeah. why people migrate out, in my opinion. No, yeah, I, I think that talking about, I also want to ask you about the American dream, like, uh -huh. when I heard that, I was like, Wow, um, that's it. Like no, no, no. It's but like, like I that's, know it's a lot of topic. Sorry. Yeah, no, but like that's an important like component of of immigration, um, or at least in the context that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna add on to that. I think it's. I think a lot of people are like, oh, um, if immigrants don't get treated well, especially like. Speaking about the United States, like if immigrants don't get treated well, then like why the heck do they come if they know like that that's going to be the case for them? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, that that just annoys me so much because the reality that some people face in their countries is like I think no one wants to just leave and risk their lives and risk their family lives and, mm -hmm. and just uh, risk so many things, leave family behind, leave a job behind, leave just their whole entire life behind mm -hmm. to come to a new place if they didn't have to. Mm -hmm. So I think it's not really kind of like a choice. It's more of like a, oh, I have to do this mm -hmm. for yeah. myself or for my family. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the cases, 
it just, I think it's just a cycle because most Latin American countries, like their society, their government structure, everything is in some way or another um, influenced a lot by the United States. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes the state that people are in would be different if there wasn't so much like influence, direct influence in the government Mm -hmm. and like less corruption and all of these things. So then people leave and then like the cycle just happens again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think because when I think of my family, um, they kind of made it into a tradition. Like when you turn 18, you start thinking about moving to the U.S. kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you turn 18, okay, you apply for a green card um, or you try to come here legally, which is like the last option that people usually want to do. But some people don't have like... Mm-hmm like the privilege to get a green card so they have to come here legally um to get a better life in a sense um yeah yeah i mean i completely understand that like i mean i've only been living here in the u.s for like almost seven years and the reason why my family moved here to the u.s is because they want uh one of my younger brother and i to have like a better future you know mm-hmm. um i was doing well in school and everything but like with the lack of opportunities in mexico they're like what is he going to do in life, you know? Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, yes, we had, like, our own house there. And well, at the same time, we will, like, depend on food stamps. We will have to, like, work all day, like, mm-hmm. just to, like, be able to support ourselves. Like, I had a job since I was nine, mm-hmm. you know? But at the same time, that was just not enough. So my family was like, okay, we need to do something. And then we came here to the U.S., Obviously, the process is more complicated than just coming here, but, you know, I think, like, they did it for me and my brother. That's mm-hmm. part of it, you know, like, mm-hmm. they want to be able to, like, have a future for their children as well. But at the same time, my parents still, like, support, like, my grandma back home. They send yeah. money and stuff like that, but it's not, like, something as easy as, like, mm-hmm. just coming here and, yeah. You even mentioned working at night, right? Um, yeah. That's another thing I want to talk about, too, is that it's controversial. Like it's, it's been controversial, I guess, like recently, I would say, um, about how immigrants are taking people's jobs, right? But yeah. if you think about it, the jobs that people are taking but or whatnot are jobs that people won't want to do. Mm-hmm. Like some yeah. of the jobs that people want to do get paid very little, but like immigrants or people that need to do it are doing it for a reason. And I guess there's something that people don't think about is that the jobs that people are taking are the jobs that people will want to do. Like actual physical labor, not just mm-hmm. sitting at a desk. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And I think that adding on to that also, I think um, people would not like, like immigrants wouldn't quote unquote take your job if they weren't like better at like another person at it, you know? Yeah. Because like, I don't think, and I see this also with like international students, like, there's so many companies that like don't hire you because you're not from the United States. And like, there's yeah. so many barriers and yes. uh, for that, for like people who immigrated here as well. Mm-hmm. And so they're not going to get hired unless they're like really good at something. So it's like a job that they deserve. Mm-hmm. It's not like, Oh, they just came here and got it. It's not just, it's not just that. It's not as easy as that. Yes. You, you're, you guys are right. Because there's a lot of, um, a lot of jobs that won't allow people 
that are not from the U.S. to work for them. And so, no, it, it's very true. Like some of these um, jobs are jobs that populations, other like the majority of the population won't want to do. Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah, what do you guys think are like some lies or we're kind of like going into the arena, but like in this space. So like, what are some of the lies that are myths about immigration? Like, do you guys want to talk about that more, like the job component? Um, I feel like, especially with Mexico, everybody thinks like all the immigrants that come from Mexico come here illegally. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not true. Like, a lot of people come here with green cards. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I just think that's messed up. But I don't know about like, I know you're from Honduras, Mm -hmm. so I don't know how that works. It's the same thing. Yeah, (laughs) it's the same thing. Um, Yeah, I mean, I feel like. From Honduras, it's, it's been crazy the like, past two years because there's been two big like caravans of like people who want to immigrate and come to the United States, like, mm-hmm. like travel by foot from Honduras mm-hmm. to Mexico and then into the United States. Mm-hmm. So imagine how crazy that is because you have to go to what through Guatemala too and then yeah. through Mexico. Yeah. Uh-huh. And oh, I mean, and so, um, yeah, so another lie, I think that it's like the same with all the people who come like from all the different countries really is that like all oh, the worst people immigrate or like the people who like yeah you know kind of thing yeah the drug that. dealers or the people who have like some kind of problem come and that just annoys me so much because that's really not the truth everybody faces like different different trials and different situations in their home countries and, mm-hmm. and, and you just don't know like someone's life story mm-hmm. and like what i'm hearing from a lot of these stories is that they wanted better for their family better for themselves that just shows ambition if you ask me and like mm-hmm. guts to cross the whole nother to yeah. go cross the border go to a whole nother country where you don't know anything mm-hmm. yeah. about yeah. And it's emerging yourself into like a new culture, into a new world. Yeah, like you said, a mission, right? And yeah, this might be controversial, but like I believe that people, like just education, right, or even maybe just work, or work ethic, is that people that like, are not born in the U.S. have much more higher work ethic and ambition than people that were born here in the U.S. That's Tell just them. <laughs> Tell it's, them. it's crazy because in education, mm-hmm. I believe that. People that were not born in the U.S. take their education more and more seriously than people that were born here. Mm-hmm. And that's just crazy to say because it's, I would say it's harder for them mm-hmm. to get education here because they weren't born here, right? But mm-hmm. people that were born here, like Latinos, I would say Latinos that were born here, they don't take their education seriously, I think. Mm-hmm. And many people just like, oh, you know, they, they don't take the opportunity that they have mm-hmm. of getting education much more easier because they were born here. Yeah. And it just kind of shows the work ethic and how like privileged we are as Latinos that were born in the U.S., compared to those that we're not. Mm-hmm. You know, like we kind of like let that privilege go. We kind of like don't appreciate that privilege that we have. Well, yeah, because you've had that privilege your whole life. Yeah. So like, you don't know. Yeah, because you, oh, you, you yeah. have everything here. What, what, you know, like, yeah. you're not fighting for anything else besides just, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, and people that were not born here are fighting for more, much more than, Oh, for sure. you know? But like, mm-hmm. that's not an excuse. Like, you still need to take your education seriously no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. that's like one thing I don't like that. Uh, just education, but you know that don't take their shit like education seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I want to add something that that kind of reminds me like this thing that like people always tell me, don't forget where you come from. 
like you know don't forget your roots don't forget like your family back home don't forget like the hard work that your family has put into all of this you know yeah. mm-hmm. and you know before coming to college i was like well like i had to do a visit and i had to do an interview for this scholarship and my cousin was like don't forget who you are don't forget who you're coming from and you know it definitely goes hand in hand with what you were saying you know like obviously like some of the people who are like like latinos are born here in the u.s like they didn't have to go through any of the struggles that their parents did so they kind of like they don't even know sometimes about it it's like they don't forget they just didn't know so it goes hand in hand what you were with what you were saying so it's like oh wow yeah and you so, and sometimes, sometimes because, you know, Latinos here assimilate into the U.S. culture, you know, True. people kind of forget, you know, and just, and we said this last time too about the just not speaking Spanish, you know, you lose that or whatever. Um, it just gets kind of complicated, I would say, but yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, I, I just say like, as Latinos, we, we're very hardworking people. Like, mm-hmm. we just kind of, like, we just kind of know that we're very hardworking people and the work ethic is there, but like, it just uh, depends on your priorities, I would say. True. Yeah. I remember going into restaurants where like it was known where a lot of like immigrants were working um and and then um eventually like those jobs didn't allow them to work there anymore but I remember telling my dad I'm like dude remember when like the immigrants that were working here, I feel like the quality of the job was like way better. Mm-hmm. And it's like this, like it comes from this idea that if you have a job, you're going to give it your all because, yeah. you know, like I think that in, well, in my community or like, you know, in the Latinx community where I come from, it, work is almost sacred. Like, like for real. And I remember one time we had like this mass and it was, um, because most of my community is, is Catholic background from, and and I yeah I remember having this like this mass about work and how sacred it is because it provides us, um, it provides what we need, and and we acknowledge the fact that so much so much of us of our energy goes into what we do because we always keep in mind those we love and those who we are providing for and um i can definitely see that in my parents like and in the few family members that i have here in the united states so i think that that is something we should be proud of as a community which is yeah it's beautiful yeah yeah i agree with you and that just made me think like I think because uh, people who have immigrated here have so many like barriers to to overcome, that's why they like work mm-hmm. twice or three times as hard because you know that you have to. Oh, for real. Because um, mm-hmm. otherwise you won't mm-hmm. be able to achieve the goal that you came yeah. to achieve. Um, yeah. I think my dad's the prime example of that. And and I remember he he was telling me how when he first got here, he didn't know any English, but he made, he kind of lied his way into like jobs, telling them that he knew how to speak English. And he was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like that kind of thing. And then he was like, and he's like, and then, I, you know, I was working and everything. People were asking me questions. They realized I didn't know. And then, but later on, like he, 
he like just learned by put like putting himself in that situation throwing himself in asking questions like challenging himself to like speak the language which is so admirable like imagine like going to a whole different country working in a job (laughs) where you don't know the language and now like my dad speaks it and you know something too that americans here they're like um if you're gonna be here learn english right i'm like Mm -hmm. like like that's just so annoying because like bro like i mean I don't, know, I don't know if this is true or not, but like okay. English was like, it was formed from another way, right? And like, mm-hmm. and like Spanish is probably one of the most unspoken languages in the whole world, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's just crazy to say. And I'm like, I don't know what's going with this, but like, it's just, yeah. you know, it's kind of, <laughs> like, people say that a lot. And right? like, English is not an official language. Yeah, it's not yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's another thing that, um, I I actually just saw a TikTok about this, but <laughs> it was like, oh, when people from the United States come to Latin America and then, you know, like people with their broken Spanish, you can barely understand them, but you do the best that you can to understand them because they're visitors, you know, they're coming here, they're they're trying to enjoy their time, but uh-huh. you come here and then you, you speak broken English and see yes. how people treat you. Honestly. Yeah. 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 When my dad came here for like the first time, he didn't know any like English, so he knew like a couple words, and he knew how to say like mm-hmm. "excuse me," but sometimes he would say "kiss me," uh, <laughs> and he'd be like "kiss me, kiss me" to like oh, people. No. Like, no. Trying to, like, go but uh, it's just funny how like yeah. oh, no. we try to learn English. No, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that goes to speak to about the courage. You know, that's a challenge that we face. Like we just kind of have to throw ourselves and yeah. and be like, hey, you you don't even got time to be scared. You just got to do it. You don't got to go uh-huh. for it. Even cult- like culturally wise, though, culture mm-hmm. is so different. So different. Oh, it's so yeah. different. It's crazy different. Yes. So just like leaving all of that behind, mm-hmm. I I can't really imagine because mm-hmm. I mean I. If it weren't for like COVID and stuff, like mm-hmm. I would have gone back home for Christmas and like I'm able to go back home and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But like there's some people that just can't go back home because mm-hmm. they have like other kind of issues, oh, you know, like yes. legal issues or whatever it is. But I just can't imagine not being able to like mm-hmm. go back to see your family, go back to your like, town to see your friends and yeah. all these things. And, mm-hmm. and that takes a lot of courage and a lot of like yeah. willpower Sacrifice. and being Sacrifice. strong. Yeah, sacrifice. sacrifice. Yeah. That's the word. I think that's like one of the biggest things that we deal with. I think that's to sacrifice. You know, our yes. body, our mental, whatever. Um, you know, people work in factories, mm-hmm. working like ten hours, twelve hours of shifts a day, yeah. like every day for like for years, like for sure. try to do that and physical labor too. Oh yeah, um, like, even if you're old. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah, exactly. Working like the fields, factory works. Yeah, I mean, my dad, like he's working on the fields, and like, he's. It's going to be 60 this year. Like mm-hmm. yeah, that has that puts weird. a lot of like strain like into his body and everything. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, like, I worked in the in the summer at my mom's job in the factory. There was this guy who was like 70 some years old. Yeah. We're, doing, we're doing the exact same job. Mm-hmm. And he taught me how to do the job. And he was and I'm like much younger, right? I should be doing this like easy. But like he he was telling me that like this like if you were not stay, like, he would just stay home, he would like just like die slowly, right? Because he needs this. It just he's so used to the physical labor that he mm-hmm. needs it every day. Yeah, like he's the first one there. He's like he works the same amount as I did, like twelve mm-hmm. hours and like I was like, God dang! Like mm-hmm. he was like my like he was like he inspired me like bro. 
take life for granted for real. Like, yes. you know, sacrifice. And like, if this guy's doing it, I'm like 20 something years old. Why am I complaining about some sort of like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, that just kind of shows yes. like how ungrateful I was and like this privilege I was. And I'm like, this guy yes. taught me like so much, right? And yes. Yeah. That's just crazy. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to experience it, right? But he taught me like, yo, you're so young. Shoot, this is so easy. Yes. And I was like, oh, wow. He's, he's right, right? But like, Mm-hmm. And I and I learned how to do the job so quick because he like he was one of the best there and mm-hmm. but just like his age and he's like he was kinda like my height too and like you could see like his skin like kinda like frayly, right? Like mm-hmm. like was old, but like that guy was strong. I was like for his age. <laughs> and like, he was telling me his life story too about like his kids don't really talk to him anymore, so he just like does oh, this and yeah. his friend like his close friends are the people that work he worked with every day. And I was just like, Wow, it's just kinda like shows perspective yeah. and yeah, and a lot of these people they have to work until they're old because they oh, don't yeah. get like the retirement plan exactly. that other people get. Yeah. Yo, exactly. And oh my goodness, and what you, you guys were talking about reminded me of El Querer's Poder because uh-huh. it, it is so true. Like, and I, I like, I mean, all of my family members, my grandma would be like working her ass off in housekeeping. My my mom, my dad, like working his ass off in restaurants, um, and I remember one time, I like I would I would work with him, as a, I would work with him, once I was able to have a job, like at fourteen, I started working with him, and then he was like, he was like teaching me everything, and he was like, you gotta be fast, blah blah blah, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. And then you got like he was working like twelve hour shifts and stuff, and then I'm like okay okay, and I'm just like and I remember, um, my first day it was you know I remember like coming back home, and I was tired. I knocked out. I was like, how does my dad do this every day? And I'm like I and then after that I was like you know what I'm not gonna complain. And then I remember customers making me cry, and I'm like. <laughs> You know, because I'm a sensitive person. But, like, I remember, like, that customer, like, a customer came up to me. He was, like, yelling at me and, and stuff. And I was like, and then after that, I was like, girl, like, why go, wipe your tears off and get back to work? Because, you know, that's, like, that's life. And um, so it really gives you perspective. And then I remember after that, I was like, you know, I, I'm not going to complain. Like, yeah. like like people are out here working 12 hour shifts and my dad oh my god y'all my dad 12 hour shifts okay nine it gets out at like 9 30 10 or whatever and this man some days he would go well on like winter break he would go uh, quitar nieve. still mm-hmm. come back home like briefly probably or go directly to work at another job y quitar nieve. Mm-hmm. And then come back the next day, come back at like I don't know. They they finish. I mean, they work at night, you know. Like they come back um, in la madrugada at like at midnight, in the middle of the night, and come back in the morning, and and still work. And I'm like, Dad, like I'm worried because yeah. these people are are people like us. They or you know the community we grew up with. They they push themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that it puts a, a toll on our body. Like, I honestly don't, like, I admire the work ethic, but I don't, I also want to see it for the reality that it is. Like, it, it's detrimental. We have to acknowledge the fact that it's detrimental to 
your mental health, your physical health, and it, it's not good for us, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. No, sorry. You can. No. no okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. No. Um. And I think that like this um attitude or or yeah, like of resilience or like mm-hmm. of keep like keep going even though like you are not doing well like all, all mm-hmm. this whole like attitude I think it really I can really see it like back home and mm-hmm. I think it's I, I believe it's the same case in a lot of uh, Latin American countries because poverty in Latin America looks a lot different than poverty in the United States so like, sure. you can just like not compare it because it's mm-hmm. very yeah. different yeah um and I mean, they're both, you know, obviously horrendous, but they're just like different. There's different components to them. And I think especially like in Latin America is, it's more of like, I don't know how to explain this, but um, people need to work so hard and not complain. And just, even if it costs them like their health, I, I see that a lot back home just to get like, two dollars a day like yeah. worth of pay you know and and mm-hmm. and and obviously when people come to the united states they've come with the same attitude you know the mm-hmm. same attitude like i need to work and even more because mm-hmm. you're not even in your in, you know in, in, mm-hmm. in your in your own home so you're trying to make this place your home so it's like you need to work three times as hard and so thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that story about your dad because mm-hmm. that really puts things into perspective too thank you and then yeah. especially parents right they're like Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure many parents were like, um, go to school, you know, go to school, go to school, and yeah. focus on that, and blah, blah, blah. And they're over here doing hours of like of work. And then they come home, and whoever, like if your mom or dad cooks, like they come home and still feed their children. Yeah. That's just, like, that just shows a lot of the person. Mm-hmm. Like they go, they're working, they're tired. I'm pretty sure they're tired. Mm-hmm. Go home, clean the house, cook, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I, huge respect to like parents. like. You know, yes, because sure. they're over here working, providing for their children, providing for like where they're gonna live at, and yeah. come still come home to provide for the children, like be there for the children, help them out with their homework, mm-hmm. yeah, or just cook or whatever. Um, but that's I don't know, huge respect to, to, to parents, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they always push us to go to education, like like hey, you don't want this life, yeah, you don't want yeah. to do the same thing I did, you know. Mm-hmm. This is why I came here for you to. Succeed in education, succeed in whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what they're always like pushing us, right? And we, sometimes we kind of like get, we're mad at them, like, yo, let us like chill, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're like, we're, we say that, right? We're like, yeah. yo, we're like, you know how it is, blah, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm pretty, like, man, I've heard many parents, but, like, if I, if I had that same opportunity, I would take it. So, like, I would oh, want to learn oh, how to sure. speak English, how to do anything in school, like, because they didn't have the opportunity, right? So, like, just that perspective and different from us, like, we're in it. I'm like, it's just so hard, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not hard. Mm-hmm. You know, we're making it hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. But, like, because we're not over here, we're not working so many hours like they are. Like, physical labor, that's just the difference. Physical labor yeah. between school labor, you know, it's just very different. And I think that's what they push us all the time. And we get annoyed, but, like, it's for a reason of pushing us, us to do better for ours, like our future families and the families that we also had. You know, yeah. like you said, remember where you came uh-huh. from. Supporting your family, you know, all the month of work that they did for us. Uh-huh. I think that's, you know, that's just obviously when we were younger, we were like, why, why, why do they want it? Why do they care so much about school? You know, yeah. now, now that I, like, you know, seen that, all, like, this is why. Because uh-huh. they push themselves so much that 
to the point where they're like aching and they're like, oh, this hurts in my body. Yeah, you know, it's just crazy. But. Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, what you were talking about, um, work ethic, sacrifice, those kinds of themes. I also think that there should, um, we should keep in mind just like being empathetic about um, what we were what we were talking about in, in like family dynamics and and generation first generation and 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 parents that you know are newly immigrants because um i remember talking to my dad and he was talking about he was like i sucked at school and um he he was telling me that he was never good at it and he's like now that i think of it i probably had like some learning um disability and i'm like and he was telling me how it, he acknowledges the fact that school is hard. And just hearing him say that, I just think, like, shifted my whole perspective. Mm -hmm. Because not a lot of parents, um, like you mentioned, like, it's like going to school is not is not hard. And I, okay, and, and compare, and I think that there's a lot of, like, um, I, and a lot of what you were saying, there was, like, in comparison of, of, oh, I'm not allowed to complain because my parents are working a lot harder. And that's very valid. But I think that we should also acknowledge the challenges that you might face, that I might face, that we might face as first-generation students. And because they're not, I feel like they're so different from what our parents experience. But it's still... You know, it's still, I still remember being like embarrassed to speak, the shame, the 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 strength and, and resilience that it took for me to to push through and the pain that it, it brought to me when I would not get an A. And the 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 fact that I'd be scared to like show these these grades to my parents, and there are I think they're so different. They are, those challenges are so so different to what our parents had. It's just in a different way. So I think I just wish there were more like, um, I just kind of want to bridge the gap both between like these kinds of relationships because, um. Because in I, if more parents understood this and and more kids also understood like the parent sacrifice, then it would just um, well. Every time I think about the the sacrifices that my parents bring, it brings me to tears and it brings me this feeling of of love and and the fact how it influenced my perspective on work ethic like i remember my mom would be like Ahorrate un taco. <laughs> you know <laughs> like you kind of have to do shit around the house yeah <laughs> <laughs> my bad y'all <laughs> you kind of have to do things around the house uh -huh. you have to do you have to work in order to like earn what you have and that's like uh -huh. the mentality that i grew up in even with like little things and um so yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's kind of like i know for a fact my parents uh were only able to like go to third grade and sixth grade respectively because they had to work like just to help their families stuff like that mm -hmm. but now like for me in my case like they're like yo keep studying work as hard as you can like they kept pushing me like my mom literally will spend hours with me just trying to like teach me how to read in cursive how mm -hmm. to 
long divide. I was able to like long divide in first grade because my mom taught me that. Wow. And she only went to third grade. I'm like, okay, yeah. thank you. I really appreciate that. Yes. But like, sometimes I want to help them out because they work so hard because mm-hmm. they yeah. do not finish in education. But it really makes me appreciate like their hard work because they're like working so hard just so I can like keep studying, having an education. That way, yeah. us mm-hmm. putting it in their own words, do better than them. Yeah. And you know, it's like, what do we, what do we define as better than them? Yeah, because like yeah. they're doing so much work just yeah, for yeah. us, and I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, when you're putting your physical, like, mm-hmm. like your entire physical, like, uh, health and your body into this, it's like, mm-hmm. why? Yeah. And at the same time, it's just like they do it for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why they push us. I think. Yeah, I I agree with like both both of you, and I agree that like the things that we go through are very different than like what our parents go through. Um, and I think like in my case, um, my parents well, my parents still live back home, so my parents did not come to the states or anything. Um, my whole family is in Honduras, but my parents did have to work so hard in order to get to where they are because. Um, both of sides of my parents um, were really poor, so uh, my my mom would only eat like like an apple like for like that would be her meal um, when she was like studying um, in the in university. And my dad my my dad lives in a or he used to live in a really small town that literally is like it's so so small like it's dirt roads and everything. So. Um, and even me, like thinking about my my parents, like it also brings me to tears because I'm like, how much do they have to sacrifice and how much do they have to do to get to where they are right now mm-hmm. and to get me where I am right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that I agree a lot with Steve in the in the sense that we like mm-hmm. should not be complaining about all these things. And I do I do agree with you, Vanessa, that like our problems are different. You know, like we we go to different things, and and our problems are also valid mm-hmm. and. And they need to be heard. Um, but I think that, uh, like, parents know that, though. Like, mm-hmm. like parents know that we also struggle. Parents, like, they were our age and they had it, like, even harder at mm-hmm. our age. Um, so they know that, like, we go through struggles and everything. But the reason that they, I think that they push us to just be, quote, unquote, better than them is because, uh, they they don't want us to go through the things that they went through. Like they want us to have a better uh, life, to be more comfortable, to have more things yes. that will kind of like make it easier for us to get to where we want to be. Um, so yeah, shout out to our parents. We love you. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it's a lot to think about. The reason why I said like. Mm-hmm we shouldn't like complain as much you know mm-hmm. it's because i personally like to have a work ethic where i'm like always doing something or just productively right mm-hmm. and that's because i saw how like like you have been all saying like the amount of work that our parents do for us right mm-hmm. and I, I felt like i took that for granted and i wasn't grateful enough to yeah. see that amount of work that they've been doing for me right yeah and the privilege that i have or the things that i have yeah. right now yeah. right i feel like i didn't I appreciate that enough to the point where I'm like, mm-hmm. thank you, mom and dad, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of like mm-hmm. strive to do 
as much work as I can, right? Mm -hmm. um, because I want to be the best of what I can do. And so yeah. that, that's why I say that we should take our education seriously. Um, work ethic should be just off the roof, um, just always working and not complaining, right? Because I feel like we lose sight of the amount of work that our parents did for us. Yeah, and we lose sight of that because of the living world, like the place we've been at, the, the things we have, um, materialistic, money, mm -hmm. um, things we do when like, we're mm -hmm. young, you know, and obviously we don't see that until mm -hmm. we realize that the things that we have is because of our parents. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I'm so hard on myself because, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I feel like I didn't take that for granted sooner than I should have, than I'm doing it now. Or like yeah. that, I realized it a couple years ago, you know, I should have done this in the beginning. Yeah. But like, we didn't know, you know, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know until yeah. I had like experience something that was like, I need to change my, my mindset and attitude. Mm -hmm. and, Focus and because it's not a joke, it's just life, right? And yeah, it's true. So, obviously, many people deal with other things that make their life harder than others, right? So, mm -hmm. I also know that too. Yeah, so like for me, I just do this for me, myself, and mm -hmm. those people that I care about, I'm like, I wanted them to do also think this way, but I also gotta realize that yo, they're not like me. Yeah, you know, everyone's different, everyone works differently. Mm -hmm. Um, so just for me, that I, I felt like I need to take my parents hard work more seriously than I have been. Yeah. I I I appreciate that. And I think that you should be very proud of yourself because I definitely see that work ethic. Um and I also I also wanna um I wanna acknowledge how like I previously mentioned it like seeing your parents working so hard can be detrimental to them and also their children, um, because it, I remember, well, I'm gonna use my sister as an example, and and she sees my parents work very hard, and I think that affected like the way she views money, and the way she views also work ethic, um, and I think it took an, a mental toll on her, and so, um, so that's, you know, that's another thing, like yeah. the way we view money and how, um, well, in my situation and, and I, I think that there are a lot of, 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 of consequences that come from, from this and not talking about it enough. I wish we would have had these conversations and then just kind of, um, I had a conversation with my parents, kind of everyone understanding each other, reaffirming each other, because it's, I def, I see the hard work in my parents, but um, the whole working, kind of working so hard for what we need, I think is, is is crazy. <laughs> that kind of goes back to what you mentioned earlier was the American dream, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. How we get here to fulfill this American dream, right? Being mm -hmm. in America and whatnot. Yeah. And I think that's what, like, trying to get there, right, is what we lose sight of, of why did we come here in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, there's all the things that we deal with and the things we accomplish. And, you know, once we get, like, some self-success, we're like, this is great, why don't, you know, it's where mm -hmm. I should be at. But 
it's not there, but why can't we just go keep going further? Like, you can have bigger success and accomplish more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. That's another topic too. Like American, yeah. Con- sure, <laughs> American yeah. dream and controversial now. So you know, yeah, like, it's real or now. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I just kind of want to go back to our immigration on mm-hmm. immigration, getting here, right? Mm-hmm. But also deportation. I can't even see the word deportation. Deportation, deportation right? Mm-hmm. From the from the U.S. to back home. What's so funny? That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Hey, right? Latinos, right? Uh-huh. Spanish, right? So going <laughs> from going from U.S. going like get deported back to your home, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's another controversial thing too, right? Um, Many people think that. Latinos, Latinos as well, which is kind of like mind blowing. That Latinos believe, some Latinos believe that deporting immigrants is good for just in general, and then people, just people in general, believe that deportation is also good because it makes America more safe, blah blah, blah. and all this stuff, and they don't belong here, blah, blah blah. But that's just it. It mind blowing me that some Latinos, you know, I mean, this you you could disagree with me. I believe Latinos that believe that. Some of us should be deported back to where we came from because of our actions, you know, of like being a criminal or whatever. Uh-huh. And that just goes to like politicals and all this other stuff. But um, mm-hmm. this just I kind of want, I just said that because I want to get into the part of just, like ICE um, yeah. mm-hmm. and presidency, just how it's been going on, how it's always been going on, and all that. But I just wanted to bring that up and see. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we don't have to have a politics, but right, yeah. it, it kind of gets into that, right? It does. Yeah, it's definitely like a, like a really bad system where, you know, like, where obviously, like, Latinos are, like, immigrants are, like, discriminated, you know, against you for, like, being from somewhere else, kind of like the this or us versus them philosophy yeah. of, like, they come from somewhere else and they are taking our jobs, all that kind of stuff. It goes back like to the same things that we talked about earlier. And obviously right now we obviously have eyes like mm-hmm. with the the Britain families like all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, and some of us like are literally being affected by those. Mm-hmm. For example, my oldest brother, he was like taken by eyes about like four years ago when Trump first came to office. Mm-hmm. And luckily we managed to get him out, but he hadn't done anything wrong. Like he literally had done nothing wrong mm-hmm. besides being an immigrant, mm-hmm. being a person of color, being Latino. Mm-hmm. And what this did was like literally destroy like the entire process that we had for us, like that we had going for him to get a green card. Literally every single document was taken away, mm-hmm. like was destroyed basically. Every single effort was destroyed right at that moment just because he is an immigrant. He should be t- deported like, just because of this misconception that like immigrants just bring crime and stuff. But all he did was just literally be here in the U.S. Yeah. and be Latino. Yeah. I That's really touching, honestly, because, man, I have so many, I have so many, you know, like thoughts about this. But it really bothers me, first of all, because... Every single person in the United States has had a family member, somebody who immigrated here. So it's like, if your family member hadn't come here, you would not be here, mm-hmm. like period, and that's it. And so 
it really bothers me because when people target uh, immigrants, wherever they're immigrating from, uh, because this is not your home, leave, like, you don't belong here, you shouldn't be here. Um, it's like, then you shouldn't be here either, because, like, you weren't, <laughs> you weren't meant to be here in the first place. You know, it's, if, if everybody had that mentality, like, literally the United States would not exist. Uh-huh. And also, like, the process of deportation and, 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 and even people coming here, like, there's children in cages. I'm sure everybody has so heard about that. And yeah. it's... Like immigrants are not treated as human beings. It's They're literally it's still going on right now. And, yes. Yes. It's still, yes. and that's another thing. Like yes. people don't talk enough about it. Like I really wish that our like our you know other brothers and sisters and our like, people of color would talk about it as well. But I don't. I really don't hear it. I don't hear it at all. Yeah. And so that's something that's still ongoing. That is still happening right now. Yeah. And it will continue to happen. And I don't think that because the administration changes. That will change either because that has oh, been going sure. on oh, yeah. even before Trump took office. Yeah. When yeah. Trump yeah. was in office, yeah. and it's still going on right now that Trump left office. So yeah. that's yeah. that's just it's it's really sad to see, and it's really sad how people. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I'm gonna make a really like I don't I hope it's not like controversial. Go for it. Go for uh, it. But those places that immigrants are put in are literally concentration camps. So you they can. Aren't. Like, you can't defend that if you, you know, don't defend what happened through the Holocaust, you know? Because, like, people are either beaten up, they are treated as, like, animals, like, they, you know, like, they don't matter, they're not people, and then they just get sent home. Women are raped. They're literally kids. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Same thing happened in the Holocaust, too. Like, the kids were separated from families. I mean... If we have looked back at history, uh, let's be honest, the Germans actually got their ideas of how to do the concentration camps from America based on what they saw, like Americans did to the natives. So this is something that has been going on for a long time in America. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's it was mentioned that our brothers and people of color should speak up, right? And uh-huh. It's very true, right? People are very, very quiet right now. Very, because, very quiet. Because obviously, you know, in America, things are going on in America, right? Yeah, and a lot of things, of course. Which I respect to that, right? But like, when it comes to like Latinos, you know, it's like, oh, we were there too when NAFTA was going on, blah, blah, blah. But like, bro, it's still going on. And obviously, your, your situation is still going on too, right? But like, yeah. Um, you need to be vocal, like yeah, both. We, yeah. Yeah, we, we need to support be, them, and they need to support us. Yeah, I think, and, and, and I'm pretty sure we know we all know what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it because it's, it's just been like very bad, but like, yeah, many people are really quiet right now, and because things are going on between them, and not not things going on between like it's, like things are going on between them, right? Obviously, uh-huh. but like. It's been going on for years. Yeah. And for them too, obviously, right? But like Yeah, and I think it's it, it shouldn't be like, oh, you do this and you it should be like together. Yeah, yeah. that's and that's that's, exactly. that's what I think we're lacking a lot. Yeah. And because oh we have it worse than you. I'm like, no, it doesn't matter now. It's not a it's not about who has it worse. Yeah. It's not about like uh who's like suffering the most right now. It's about like there are problems that are not they haven't changed and are not gonna change soon if we don't actually talk about it at don't actually do something about it and that is like on both sides and like on all sides Mm -hmm. so 
I agree with you. We have to be together in this yeah. and be talking about it together. Everybody needs like everyone's support right now. Mm-hmm. We can't just uh, like say, oh, I'm choose this side, choose this other side. No, it should be like we're fighting for all of us because yeah. we're all in the same boat. Yeah, and uh, this also goes for us too, Latinos, right? And I, I, I mean, I take full responsibility for this too. Like, other so hasn't got to a point where we should be more activists and release information on what's going on in the real world, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think from now on we should definitely start doing that and actually do it. I would say, yeah. Um, I, I mean, if it gets controversial, it's controversial, but we, it's it's awareness, spreading of awareness of what's going on in the world and people knowing, like, you know, people like, oh, I don't know about this. Well, now you do. Yeah, you know and. Getting that out there, I think from now on, we should, other social should start doing that. You know, that's what other social is about. And Latinos, we should also encourage other people to, like, yo, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Help us out or understand what's going on. You know, like, see see this side of us as well. Mm-hmm. Not right. just the side of, oh, we're criminal, blah, blah, blah. But look how we're being treated, you know? Yeah. And I, there's this, um, there's this, if you look it up, prevention through the deterrence, it's kind of like a policy um, about immigration in which they um, ICE will go in the areas where it's safe to cross from of the border, um, and they will monitor those places, and then they in remote areas where it's harder to cross. And it's more difficult, more deadly. That's where they'll avoid because basically um, the goal is to send immigrants into these remote areas where ICE isn't there. And basically nature will do its work, which Mm -hmm. is basically kill them. And that's like, if you look it up explicitly, the goal is explicitly explained. The fact that um, the death of these people, it, that that's how we measure the success of this policy, which is, um, you can look it up, it's prevention through deterrence, immigration. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's just like going back to the how people are dehumanized in the border, it, it's, it's incredible. And, and I remember um, going to the border and seeing, um, so many we because i was at a kino um initiate um kino initiative um initiative program and it was um this organization kino kind of helps immigrants with advocacy and also um and houses to provide for meals and stuff and i remember i went to one of these and and so many, so many families, like so many kids. And I just remember like it being so difficult and how I could, I, I mean, I basically saw my family in them, you know, cause, but yeah, yeah these are heavy topics. Yeah, and and I guess people don't realize that the amount, like the economy wise that Latinos bring to America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, you know, if like, let's just say we're all like not here, Latinos are not in the U.S. I'm pretty sure the economy will go down. You know, it's just like, we bring so much economy to the U.S. You know, and I don't know. It's just it gets very political and all that yeah. stuff. Like it's just I don't know, and you know, all these Americans are like, oh yeah, I love Latino, 
food culture and all that. It, you'd be eating it and like, bro, like if we were here, you wouldn't have that food, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, bro, come on. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just like, you want us for this, but not for like just being there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, yeah, like, like what you were saying, and, and, and that just goes back to like the fact that um, like there's still little to um, no talking about all these issues right now that are still going on and but but yeah we people still go out and eat their tacos and eat their <laughs> chilaquile or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it's it's very um it's very saddening really. Yeah I mean experience is here in hope, you know and they make food here at at, at Phelps or Cook that supposedly you know culture, right? Like I mean I'll cap it off for trying, right? But like, it's not, it's not the same. It's the same. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? Let's go to beef I'm Like, bro, come on. It's not the same either, right? But like, it's it's like we you still eat it because it's close to anything that we eat. Yeah. Alright, right. let's not shit on me fight. Okay, beef is pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Hey, that's, those are the closest I had yeah. to like that real thing that's here what, in Holland. It's right. pretty good. Okay, that's obviously, right. like the, food. the closest thing to what we have. So that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we're gonna have authentic food, right? But like I'm saying, like I'm talking about hope. Yeah, um, true. How they kind of like, oh, go to Mifal. I'm like, bro, there's other stories that are not just Mifal around true. here. You know, like obviously I'm not from Holland or Michigan, but like just coming from Chicago over here, it's very different too. Really, they think about food and just in general. Um, but yeah. I don't know, being here in four years, you learn a lot about the community here and just hope in general. And, you know, that's another topic too, but yeah, it's just a little, a little too much. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and I, what I'm hearing from everyone is just this concern about the issues that as Latinos and as like, Latinos who have immigrated to the United States, like all these issues that um, we face are not being talked about enough. And uh, we want to see a change in that. And then as well, just this character of resilience and and, and strength and um, just an amazing work ethic that these people bring to the United States and these people just have in themselves like that's something that's worth admiring and that's something that's worth saying thank you for um and i really appreciate everyone just telling parts of their stories and their family stories and just being with us here today to discuss this topic um i think it's been i've had a really good time i've learned a lot so i just wanted to thank everybody about that and i hope everybody that's listening to this has learned something um And I hope you guys join us again for the next episode. Thank you, everyone.